This is JFM Podcast. Very good morning to you and thank you for staying with G101.9 FM. And uh, you just heard the sound bites of uh, Ahmed Lawan where he was blaming the elites for the disunity in the country. Well, uh, it is still Easter and it is Monday and we saw Pope Francis where he urged countries in his Easter message on Sunday to quicken distribution of COVID-19 vaccines particularly to the world's poor and called armed conflict and military spending during a pandemic scandalous and coronavirus has meant that uh, this has been the second year in a row that Easter's papal services have been attended by small gatherings at a secondary altar of St. Peter's Basilica instead of by crowds in the church or in the square outside. And now with that being said, I would take a recap of news that happened through the weekend. And uh, we have two guests with us this morning to share some light and some expertise on the state of the nation. That is our focus this morning. And we're tackling domestic security. We're looking at the tag of the failed state. We're looking at negotiations as a solution versus uh, what El Rufai, Governor El Rufai, of Kaduna State is saying uh, that he will not be negotiating and he will not be giving ransom. We're looking at arms proliferation, restructuring and regions banding together. And this morning we have in the studio with us uh, Mr. Daniel Yakmut. He's the director of ICT, uh, Federal University of Lafayette, Nashrawa State, an academic in politics. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you. And also we have joining us via phone, Mr. Liri Olayinka, the spokesperson PDP Southwest. He'll be joining us via phone this morning. All right, Mr. Daniel Yakmut, uh, how was your Easter celebration? Well, we thank God. We're We've been alive. trying to track you for a while. Yeah. And finally, the holiday has brought you to us. <laughs> yes. We thank God for life and we thank God uh, it's relatively peace, uh, except for a few unusual situations around the country because mm. of the insecurity but generally it is peaceful mm. yes indeed we thank god for peace but then again we thank god for life and talking about life uh we saw uh, how a plateau rep died on his way uh to his son's wedding in joss during the weekend the member representing basa constituency just north plateau state in the house of representatives haruna metala and uh, we say may his soul rest in peace yes. Yes, uh, Metala and one of his sons died in a car accident on Abuja Kefi Highway in Asrawa State on Friday. They were taken to the Federal Medical Center, FMC Kefi, where they were certified dead. Their funeral will take place in Joss Plateau State, uh, already took place on Saturday. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Lirio Olayinka. You're welcome. All right. Happy Easter celebration to you. How are you doing over there? And we're doing well. We're thankful. Uh, we're also just commiserating uh, on the uh, death of uh, Odumakin. Tributes are still uh, going on. Uh, we saw that uh, Mr. the sudden passage of Mr. Yinka Odumakin, who until his death was the National Publicity Secretary of Afeni Fere and one of the spokesmen of the Southern and Middle Belt Leadership Forum. And uh, how, was your, how is it going down there? 
with you? Well, 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 well. Some of us are taking it as as it has come, and because the, 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 there are issues that you don't have anything, to, you you cannot the things that you cannot change, you accept. Mm. You have accepted it as painful as as this, as this, it is, but life continues. Indeed, it does. All right, now um, let's get um, into some other news here uh, concerning security. Even on the plateau, journalist coalition decries influx of Fulani herdsmen. We're doing. We're looking at some news, a recap of some news, uh, uh, some prominent news stories from the weekend here. So we're seeing a journalist coalition decries influx of Fulani herdsmen into Pandam Game Reserve. We we talked about this even last week uh, on the show. Let's talk. A, pro, a group of journalists under the auspice of Journalist Coalition for Citizens' Rights Initiative has said the influx of Fulani herdsmen into Pandam Wildlife Park portends great threat to the security of the area, state, nation at large. In a statement signed by its chairman, Chris Gyang, GCC, a JCCI called for urgent action uh, to address the issue, saving Pandam Game Reserve from turning into a hotbed of banditry, insurgency, and criminality. Uh, Mr. Yakmut, what is your take on this? Uh, it's it's very unfortunate. Uh, I think even before the coalition spoke about this, the community were shouting. I remembered in the news also that uh, the chairman of the local government, I think that should be Kwampan or so, was also in the news saying that yes, they are aware and they have reported this to government. So what's the government doing about it? In the first place, I would have expected that the Pandam Game Reserve wouldn't have been left to waste like that mm. and uh, because it was supposed to be a revenue resource uh, source for the government. And I felt that at the very early stages of any government that is serious would have put game res- uh, the Pandam Game Reserve into serious revenue-generating area and nobody would have been coming in to encroach because it has been abandoned and uh, some people have seen it as a, as a place to to hide out and even before this in surge of people coming in there we've had issues of people living around there where their wives go to make uh, take firewood from the forest and they are being raped and so on and so forth so i think there is some complacency mm. All right. Now we also see in the news Zamfara um, bandits killed 2,619, collected 970 million naira ransom in eight years. Governor Matawale is saying the Zamfara state governor, Bello Matawale, on Friday said bandits killed 2,619 people and abducted 1,190 others in eight years in the state. Uh, the governor who disclosed this in a statement issued by the state's commissioner for information, Ibrahim Dozara, said the criminals also collected 970 million naira ransom from victims families between 2011 and 2019 he also explained why his administration is negotiating with bandits in the state uh, now the, the talk about insecurity it's been going on it's been an ongoing conversation even though uh, many would agree that not much has changed now let's get your analysis mr leary especially when it comes to security are you surprised at where we are right now well, 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 I'm not surprised because because uh, before 2015 elections. Oh dear. 
Okay, we'll get Mr. Leary back online in a bit. Uh, let's hear from you, Mr. Daniel Yakmut. Yeah, eight years. That was that's that's a long time, and which tells you that gradually we were watching and things were happening and nobody was doing anything. Because if it took eight years, and this is where we are. 2,619 persons dead, 970 million are going to waste. I was yesterday talking to a friend. I even asked, what does the bandit do with the money? What do they do with the money they keep collecting? Because some of them, when you see them, whenever they are caught, you, you are shocked to see the kind of persons that were involved in this. They are not... I was even telling somebody, I said, maybe they should even learn from Evans. Evans was enjoying the money. He was busy collecting from people but what i'm saying is that there has been a complacency there is a lot of conspiracy if i want to use that i'm not a conspiracy theorist but there's conspiracy there is a hand invisible hands behind all these actions i remembered if i'm right the letter bacha said that if you see insurgency lasts more than 24 hours in any community or environment, then the government is behind it. So this is an army general, this is a pre who was former head of state, tells you that if you see insurgency lasting beyond a certain period of time, then there is government conspiracy behind it. So which tells you that for the bandits to last eight years and still counting, there's a conspiracy. Hmm. And the conspiracy is not only with the people around that area, but the conspiracy is very high. That is within the people who are supposed to have the apparatus of government, who are supposed to have the apparatus of, of security, they are involved. Hmm. That's why. Hello, Mr. Mr. Larry. Yeah, I'm with you. Thank you for thank you for holding on. All right, let's hear your take. Unfortunately, well, the I, network I, I, went off. I was I was saying that some of us did, uh, we, we, did we, we won 2015. That the people we are bringing, where, where you bring people who, 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 whose competency you, you, are, you, you, you are not sure of to, to government. Where you bring people who were coming to government with a kind of uh, a display of anger. Let us be, 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 also be, 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 be. We should remember that in this country, certain people have, have said certain things in the past, like saying military action against Boko Haram was wrong, like saying Boko Haram should not be categorized as terrorist group, like saying whoever killed a Fulani man in pain with his blood, and all those things have been said by people in this present government. So what we are witnessing today is government complicity in insecurity. You mentioned the issue of a full men invading a forest in, in Plateau State. What I see about about full men in free invading everywhere is is about is about territorial expansion. It's about people looking for for permanent settlement. People, people, people using cattle, yeah, nomadic cattle to look for permanent settlement. And that is what is happening. Get to somewhere, 
display the people there, kill them and all that, and take over, occupy their land. That is what is happening. So if that this is leads not what us to desertification uh, as a problem, whereby uh, these same people do not have not, lands. It is not desertification. It is not. Because at this age, you don't you don't need to move to move cattle from 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 forest to forest. You don't need it. It is it is no longer fashionable. I've, I've asked so are you saying desertification is not a real problem, at least in northern Nigeria? It is not desertification. It is not. After all, people people are farming in the north. Most of the the the, 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 the pepper, the tomato, the the the, the, the albasa, everything, the potato that that we eat, come from the north. So how do they grow all those all those uh, 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 food stuff? How are they not from the same people from the same place that you talking about this education? So these people can plant rice in Kebi. Why can't also they plant grass for 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 cattle to feed on? Are they not planting rice in Kebi? Are they not planting pepper in Bonu, in Yobe, in Adamawa, everywhere? So it is not the certification. It is it is simply people looking for territory to occupy. If they are not, I, I argue with people that would that come to tell me that uh, it is it is the tradition, it is the, the, the culture of people to 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 to, to, to rear cattle in the bush, and I ask them. Our president is a Fulani man. Why is he not also in the bush, Riarikao? Why are his children not in the bush, Riarikao? Most of the people coming on TV, on the, coming on radio to say that to defend this, are, are, their children are, are, are schooling abroad. So if your own children are abroad, going to school, going to good schools, the office of of Yala, one of their one of their offices is on Lord Lugan Street at area eleven in Abuja. Why is their office not in the bush? Why are their own children not also among those following cattle in the bush? No, it is about people looking for to occupy. And, and I must say this. Let me say this clearly. Katuriani is a business. It's a business on its own. It's like people doing poultry farming, farming, snake farming. So people that are doing poultry farming, is, is it the government that is providing pay for them? So if you are doing cattle farming, why can't you get a ranch for your for, for your cattle? When you when you keep it, when you keep cattle cows in, in in a ranch, they grow faster, they grow bigger. They want more, more flesh, more meat, and you can. And from there, you also be able to get. You also be able to get milk from there, from the cattle. Hmm. So, but the one that you, the one that you take from from Bonu in the, in the forest, from Bonu to to Akure to to Lagos, you see the cattle the way they are, not even healthy. But they must continue to talk about nomadic Katuriani so as to achieve this ambition of getting permanent territories, getting permanent settlement for some for, for the full That is what is going on.
Hmm. All right. Um, still concerning this matter, uh, Mr. Daniel Yakmuz, we've been hearing uh, sentences like failure of leadership flying about. Some attribute the security situation to failure of leadership and foresight because issues were allowed to fester. Some even uh, alluded to the fact that our history has some issues. What is your perception to this? I, I will want to agree with that uh, perceptive. Uh, reason that if you look at it as a leader, if you are given leadership, you are expected to do what leadership means. Showing that anybody who goes against the norms of the society is dealt with according to the laws of that land. And that means you bring order, you bring direction. And if all those things are missing, as a leader, you can bring order if there's chaos, even in a family, as a husband or a father, and there's crisis in your house, and you're not able to resolve those crises, then you expect chaos, you expect anarchy. And that's why, so if we say there's leadership failure, it is very true, because some people go into these positions, they do not understand what leadership means. And possibly what I will advocate is that anybody who will want to lead in any form should go through some process of leadership training because it's lacking. It is not about how much money you spend and get into office or how much money or how much you can talk without wisdom because what we are seeing is that people are not doing so if we observe that the leader is not leading then people will create their own territories mm. and they will start doing things that are out of order because leadership also requires order mm. and that is what we are lacking so and because you do not know what leadership means you allow things to fester and when Faster, they turn into chaos. There is no order. Okay, um, Mr. Larry, Mr. Larry. Okay, um, a senator representing Ondo Central Senatorial District, Mr. Ayo Akinyelure, has called yeah, on all yeah. state governments to be proactive and enact laws that would end the issues of herdsmen in the country. And uh, he, he's also chairman Senate Committee on Ethics, Privileges, and Public Petitions. And he made this call on Sunday while speaking to journalists in Akure. Now, according to him, the issues of herdsmen and farmers have polarized the country, saying uh, that the state government has a fundamental role to play to ensure that in the respective states all farmers are protected. National Assembly has done the needful, he says, it's left to the state executive arm of government to do what is right to ensure that all issues of herdsmen are put behind us. How do you react to this? Well, people, the, 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 what we have seen in this country in the last, like, in the last uh, five, five years, five years, going to six years, is people in government just talking, talking for the sake of talking. And the president will tell us that he has given directive, go and deal with people, go and uh, bring people to book and all that. It is talk, talk, no action. And like the other person said, beyond the issue of failure of leadership, what we have presently is complicity of leadership in, 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 in all this insecurity issue. It's complicity of leadership. So a senator can talk, even a, a state government can talk. There is limit to what a state government can do in terms of provision of security because a state government does not have direct control over any security apparatus. It does not. No, no state government can do that. So if the federal government is not given support, if the, if the body language of the federal government is to the effect that those who are carrying out this atrocity are our people. 
don't touch them. Touch not my anointed. Do this by bandits, no evil. Because so, so, your friends said they are telling us that we should we should go we should we, we should go on abandoned news to 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 beg but, them and say please stop killing us. A state governor wants to wants to do that. He has to pay terrorists. Yes, he, he has to pay terrorists to stop killing his people. And that is that is one area, that is another area that I disagree with. They come up with this narrative that the people that they are bandit, they are this. There's no different. There's nothing like like the word bandit. These people are clear terrorists, hmm. and they should be called they should be called what they are. They are terrorists. And be dealt with as such, such. And they call, they will call them. They, sometimes the media will report and say they are government. What is government? These people are terrorists, so that they can be they can they can be confronted and, and, and dealt with as terrorists. What so has stopped the government from labeling them as such so they could fight them, because, you know, as they are? Because there is complicity of, of, on the part of the government. The government is complicit. When when Buhari was when Buhari was a president was was struggling to be to, to be president, I remember that in this country Boko Haram nominated him to lead their negotiation, the, the team that will negotiate with the government. To negotiate, to, 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 when you are going to pick somebody to negotiate on your behalf, you are not likely to pick somebody that you, that you do not know. I'm also aware that when, when, when the government, the PDP government of Jonathan was saying, he said that the Boko Haram should be labeled terrorist. The, 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 the opposition party dead by this president minister of information, Alajilai Mohammed came out to say that it was wrong for Boko Haram to be known to be to 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 to, 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 to be termed a terrorist group group. So then they were defending Boko Haram, they were defending terrorists. Now they are in government. Can you can you go all out forcefully against people that you once defended? It is not possible. Hmm. All right. Um Let's also look at uh, this tag that lately has been associated uh, with Nigeria, the failed state tag. Now, what should Nigerians do to avoid becoming a failed state? Since, I mean, we cannot say that the state and the federal governments are not working. Uh, they are still working. So uh, we sh what should we do to avoid becoming a failed state when we look at unemployment indices, we look at, uh, you know, common global macroeconomic indices, we look at commodity prices, interest rates, and all of that. And then also, uh, a professor wrote about the origin of the crisis in Zamfara. And one striking thing about his report is that he noted the fact that there was simply no sign or evidence of governance in the rural areas. We refuse to make local governments work. Can we continue to grandstand on these issues? Uh, let's hear from you, uh, Mr. D well, um, as you rightly said, the the country is descending. Uh, we are what I will call at the tipping point, and any slide and small load of force will tip us over into a failed state. And the reason why it is going that way is because if you observe it citizens are just left to cater for themselves that means starting from the ordinary necessities of life you have to provide water for yourself you have to make provisions for your health care you have to make provisions even route to your house you have to make sure you have route to your house and many other things and then 
outside that, people are now forced to start providing security for themselves. So if we have reached that, it tells you that you do not need any government. You are a government of yourself because you provide everything you want for yourself. So a failed state, of course, will be what we are facing. With now compounded by the insecurity because government's responsibility is to provide security and secure its citizen. Now, if that is missing, that is not available, then you can be sure that we'll begin to have bands of people who will now start having different names like bandits, insurgents, uh, uh, kidnappers, armed robbers. These are communities of people. People are creating community for themselves. And if you begin to have that, then you are already having a failed state. Look at Somalia, for example. Because that is, if we are not careful, that's where Nigeria is leading to. Into a place like Somalia. A, 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 almost like an abandoned uh, a building where if, if you go to Somalia you the floor see has a exactly the last time the last time I saw somebody went into Somalia with a hundred dollars and he was carrying the equivalent of that Somalian whatever they call it in a in, in a in a wheelbarrow hmm. <laughs> so that you spend and if we don't care if we don't take time that is what will happen to Nigeria the leaders who call themselves leaders in Somalia of course they don't live uh, with their eyes closed because the next moment you hear the prime minister be shot a minister has been that is where nigeria is heading to and if we do not take care or we do not put our mind to the leaders that are leading now do not become very clear that there is a problem and they are going to tackle it then definitely we are going to head into a failed state Mm, let's hear from you mr larry what what the only people that will, that, will, that will be bold, that will beat their chest and say Nigeria is not a failed state now are probably people who are in government, who are enjoying largesse from government. And people, people, sorry to use this word, people who have lost their, their sense of reasonability about issues around them. The country is, is, is and every Nigeria now is run, is, is our own republic. You run your own country by providing your own electricity, by providing your own water, by providing your own security, by not most most of our children now most of most of our children don't are not are not attending uh, government primary and secondary school. Now even a, a lot of a lot of our children are not even attending government government higher institutions. Then most of us. Patronize private university, private hospitals. So, what exactly is the government providing for me now today that will make me feel that there is a country called Nigeria? There's nothing. So, there's nothing the government is providing for anybody. When you are going to, to when you need to travel from say Lagos to to somewhere now, from say Abuja to Lokoja now. If you know that you are you, you, you are a private person and you don't want to be kidnapped, you need to go and arrange your own security that will follow that will escort you by mere traveling on our road. So where is the government? There's no government anywhere. There's no government. So if if anybody is telling you that maybe 
maybe by the grace of God, if after after the expiration of the tenure of this government, we have a new government that will now come back and take responsibility, we can be talking about Nigeria. Look at look at a state like Oyo State. A state like Oyo, people were being killed, people were being kidnapped until one individual has stood up and said, Oh, this must stop. And that person took over the function of government. I'm talking about the issue of Sunday, Bo. Mm. He took over the function of government of, of the government of your state to the extent that he was he was even the one that went to that government town to go and tell them that the commissioner of police will come and visit you tomorrow. And tomorrow, commissioner of police came to that town. It, it was that guy that, that guy that went there to say, "Oh, I am bringing commissioner of police, somebody who is not even a local government chairman." So where is the where is government? You cannot do anything. You can even in most in most areas in Abuja now, people's people's houses are being entered by by terrorists and they are they are taking people from in their the from city. their own house. Eh? In Kaduna, terrorists are going to they are going to to airport to pick to pick staff of of to pick federal government workers. They are going to airport base. So where is the where is, where is the government? The government, there's nothing. So people 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 are still deceiving themselves, believing that everything is okay in this country. Let them keep deceiving themselves. I hope that I hope that we will not get to the level of Somalia. And by the time we get to that level of Somalia, those who believe that if anything happens, that they are safe, maybe they have children, they have family. Well, we don't play. We don't pray for it to get to that extent. Let's open the phone lines this morning and test the polls. That is the those in government should take action now mm. and save this country from from, from 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 total collapse. They should take action. All right, let's hear from our listener this morning. What is your call to government? Well, uh, Obasanjo and Shegumi met, and they are calling on all well-meaning Nigerians uh, to be involved in finding solutions to the crisis by desisting from blame game, desisting from ethnicizing these crimes, desisting from regionalizing these crimes, desisting from uh, respecting one another individually also, community-wise, locally, ethnically, religiously, and socially, showing tolerance and accommodation where necessary condemning criminal acts no matter where it is committed and by whom it is committed in Nigeria encouraging more of carrot solution uh, as may be found necessary sharing information at all levels not accepting criminality as a way of life for any individual or group but we also uh, hear um, uh, uh, from Kaduna State El Rufai has said that he is not going to uh, negotiate with any uh, uh, bandits on uh, government's behalf at all so what is your take this morning are you going with uh, Shigumi and Obasanjo or El Rufai and uh, what his state government is doing standing against any type of negotiation at this time let's talk on 090556 in four places 99 and 0909884848 let's talk you can also connect with us on our feedback handle on Facebook is www.facebook.com forward slash JFM Joss, Instagram and Twitter at JFM Joss. You can drop all your comments and your suggestions also. Well, the, com- the conversation continues. I'm talking about negotiations now, uh, Mr. Daniel Yakmut. Uh, what is your take? I mean, currently Nigeria is facing many security challenges and negotiations at the way out. Uh, is it one of the key solutions? Uh, what other options do we have besides negotiations? I will not want to agree with negotiation. You don't 
you I, I think you can negotiate in the position of weakness the governments must establish that they are the government and from that position and if anybody wants a negotiation he should request for negotiation it's not government that should request for negotiation so i think government should use the apparatus of governance uh, the apparatus that is available they have the military they have the police i think they should squash whatever opposition insurgency that is underway. So I don't agree with negotiation. I want to agree with El Rufai that he's not going to negotiate. But then what does he have as a solution? He must, if you say you won't do one thing, then you must have an option. That is where I have a problem with El Rufai's comment. Yes, I agree. I'm totally in support of no negotiation. But what is the options? Mm. You don't. Ha- he doesn't have control over the military. He doesn't have control over the police, except of course, if he's going to form his own army in Kaduna, so that they will help in fighting the the, the challenges that is facing. But there must be an option. There must be an option. And surprisingly, I keep seeing the military wearing uniform, special forces, this and that. And I, I don't. I just see them in town. Special forces are well trained, high level. Officers that if you put if you put one special force uh, person, he's supposed to deal with at least a hundred people. Hmm. So I expect if we have special forces, what are they doing? They should have cleared all the forests in Nigeria, all the possible security threats that we have. But yes, no, 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 no to negotiation. If there's going to be a negotiation, let it be the people who are committing the crime that are seeking for an amnesty or some form of relief hmm. so that we can forgive them. But we cannot uh, say we are forgiving you where the person has not asked for forgiveness. Hmm. All right. Uh, let's hear from you, Mr. Larry. Concerning well, negotiation, well, the Kaduna well, well, State well, government well, has warned well, against negotiating well, with well, bandits. Well, is somebody is somebody who speaks with uh, both sides of his mouth. I reprobating and probating at the same time. He was the one he was the one who told Nigerian that he had to pay pay terrorists to stop killing his people. And when he was asked why, he said, uh, since that is the only option available, that he had to do it, he had to do it, that if Nigerians have any, any other option, they should tell him. He said the only option available to him then was to pay terrorists, and he, and he paid them. So why? So if, so if he's not coming out and saying uh, it is wrong, what did he, when he was doing it in the past? So he, he did not know that it, it, it was it was it, it, it is wrong that time. Hmm. So people people make a lot of political statements in this country. It is a lot of things are being done because of politics, and that is why people cannot come out and do what they should do. People have been people are trying to be politically correct. Oh, if I do this. Will the president be, 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 be happy? And that is because the president himself has not come out clear. He has not come out open. In this country, Benway, chairman of the Yala, came out then in 2016-17 that they kill people because it's a retaliation for the for, for the killing of, of like, I think, I think he mentioned like uh, 300 of their cows. That over 300 of their cows were killed, and they came and they, they killed in retaliation. The one in Anugu, I'm, I'm aware that I think it was 2017 or 16 or 17 that people were killed in that. I, I, I read in the then that, that those who were those who were arrested 
said that they were recruited from Kogi State and other Kogi and other states to move to Benin and kill people. So mm. the, the man who came out to, to admit that the killing in Benin was in retaliation for the for the killing of cow. Uh, was he arrested? Did anybody question him? So if people are making statements like that and, and the federal government is not doing anything, if if it is only if, if the federal government is more concerned about people who are harmless, who are not who, who are not who are only defending themselves. Look at what is happening in the East. People who have come out to say, Oh, we will not we will no longer allow our people to be killed. We no longer allow our, our women, our wives, our daughters, our sisters to be raped. Now, they are the ones that the federal government is sending soldiers to go and consult. Hmm. Why is the federal government not sending soldiers to our foreign to go and flush out those bandits? Why? So there's complicity on the side of the president of this country. And until the president come out, he comes out clear that... We, I will no longer allow this. If the person the the bandits are looking up to as their as, the, as their patron. I mean, look at the NAF, uh, the, the NAF patrol uh, jet that was uh, that, that's missing lately. And we also wonder, because we're expecting some Tokano uh, sometime soon into the country, are they going to go missing like that? And we will hear uh, stories concerning that. So, you know, there are so many questions indeed left unanswered. 90 These are the numbers you can connect with us on and also on our feedback handle on Facebook, www.facebook.com. Facebook.com forward slash uh, JFM Joss, Instagram and Twitter at JFM Joss. And the program is Let's Talk. And many are also saying that it is time uh, that the civilian government begins to pay close attention to what goes on in the military or with the security forces. Do you think uh, we're paying close enough attention to what is going on uh, with our security forces? I think we are not taking the military to account. We are not asking for accountability. If you have observed that from the last, uh, I, I, I was shocked. I, I said it the last time we had this discussion again. We are saying it. How will you just retire some military heads and appoint them as ambassadors? Mm. It tells you something is wrong. It, it tells you that. Is it the civilian government are afraid of the military and they allow the military to do whatever they want to do? Or is it that the constitution that we have does not give the person who is supposed to be commander-in-chief some power over the military and how to rejig the military and make the military work? So there are a lot of questions that are not being answered. But then I will tell you that uh, there is also complicity uh, complications between the relationship of the civilians and the military. By the constitution, they are totally, totally sub, su- supposed to be subordinates to, to, to whoever is leading the government, whether it's military or civilian. But now we're talking about uh, civilian government. Then definitely, uh, we need to. We need to. I, I know there's House Committee on the Army, Navy, Defense. Uh, I also know that the the senator representing the platoon North is the deputy chairman House Com- uh, Senate Committee on Defense. So, what are all these committees doing? What is happening? Uh, is it true that we hear that there are some 
on the hands going and then people don't do their jobs. So these are questions that need to to be answered to Nigerians to know. But we expect that if if as a Nigerian I pay my tax and my tax is being used to fund the military, I expect the military to guard me. I expect the military to provide me with the security because that's what they sign up for. And anybody who sign up for anything, you must deliver it to the best of your ability and to the best of the, the, the specification of the job. If you are not doing it, then you leave it so that we get the right people to do the job. So there's, of course... Uh, partly is because if the military heads see that the the person in charge is not even very keen, is not very, is not in control, definitely you will expect them to do what they want to do. It's just like in an office, if the boss is is not responsible, you are definitely going to have workers that are not also responsible because they will toe the line of the boss. Mm. Mr. Larry. Yeah, and now, um, Obasan Joan Shegumi have said um, we should condemn criminal acts no matter where it is committed and by whom, and encouraging more of carrot uh, solution and desisting from the blame game. But we have seen um, when it comes to arms proliferation, uh, many are asking uh, why can Nigeria enter some partnership with regions to block borders and stop flow of weapons? We saw Brexit, uh, you know, even for less than this, uh, cut away. And uh, I mean, does the ECOWAS free movement should we pull out of uh, all of that just to get it right? Is it like, like I said at the beginning of this program, we, we like to talk, talk, talk in this country. We talk too much. In other countries of the world, issues of security, we don't talk about it like this. When those, uh, the, those, those Americans were kidnapped in Nigeria, brought to Nigeria. Nobody, Nigerians, Nigerians did not get to know that Americans were coming to rescue them until the rescue operation was done and, 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 and they were taken out of Nigeria. Mm-hmm. In Nigeria, we talk, talk, talk. The problem is that we are talking to, to, to a death. It's, it's like you are, in a, you are in a vehicle. You are in a vehicle under the control, under the, 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 the driver. Is the driver is a, is a deaf and dumb person. So when you are talking, you are just wasting your time. Nigeria is like a vehicle being driven by a deaf and dumb driver. Everything that you are saying is a, is a waste of time. Nobody, the man who is at present is not listening. If he's listening, you will not be having all, will not be having all, having all this problem. All right, let's all take a phone call, Mr. Larry. Hello and good morning. Hello, Mr. Larry. Let's take a phone call. Hello, good morning to you. Thank you, Mrs. Sputnik. Go ahead. I want to start by saying this. If you misplace your property and the person that is helping you searching in terms of that property, be the person that carry it. I'm sorry for you. Because you know where that is, I will never go there to look for it. The federal government of this of this government in Nigeria can never deny they don't have the knowledge where they who is the bandit or where they are. The governor of Jamfara said that he said that he want to negotiate with them, want to give the amnesty. The same governor come out to list the number of people they are killing and the money that they have collected corruption. And that is their reward to reward them that you want to give the amnesty so that you will not reward them. Thank you for what you have done. You have done very well. I want to remind you something. I know that he coming to that governor as a as a, a, a mistake of a PD or APC or fighting between APC during the election. So let him you know that by taking the people by do whatever he think that the people will go with. 
then they will now elected him. If they don't want him in the next election, if they still want to vote their, their former party, they will still vote, no matter what he does. So the federal government of this country don't really don't want to end this, uh, this insurgency. Because they feel an enhancement. How many people are they killing in this country? College and fragment the number. How many people have to kill before they now declare them a, a terrorist group and send oppression python down to go to South uh, Southeast to go and, uh, and dance for it? So the federal government don't... Thank you, Mr. We have the other and we have the center side. The people who are fighting, according to Sayu Sani. That is what is going on. They are not ready to end it, and they know where they are. They don't want to fight them. That is all. They should stop deceiving us. Nigeria is not going to that familiar yet because the youth are 30%. The day the youth. Thank you so much, Mr. Sputnik. We appreciate your input. Okay, let's talk about restructuring. And why do you think this conversation, uh, though ongoing, has been unable to move forward in our current uh, situation in Nigeria? And we also have seen regions banding together. We've seen the South, South, the South. I mean, it's, it's, we've seen a lot of regions come together, even if it's for security or for many other reasons. We've seen the Middle Belt give an ultimatum since last year, 90-day ultimatum. Afeni Ferre is saying one thing, uh, the Southeast is saying another thing. And here we are still talking about restructuring. Why has this conversation stalled? Well, we, 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 we tend to say that we have a government that allows people to be able to speak through their representatives. For example, if I wake up this morning and said, I want the middle belt solution, you will find out that my representative in the National Assembly, the House of Reps and Senate, tell you that I am your representative. Table your issues, I will forward it. But there is no sincerity in those assemblies. Because, yes, agreed, based on the structure, the National Assembly is supposed to push the discussion, but they are not interested in the discussion. So if by constitution they are supposed to want to push the discussion and they are not doing it, then definitely the other solution, which is not the normal solution, is for us to call for a referendum. Calling for a referendum will mean people actually standing up against their elected representatives, saying them, look, stand down, we are going to take charge of our life at this point. And if we don't do that, it is just going to be talk, 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 just as Mr. Larry has kept saying. Hello and good morning. Talking. All right, we lost that call. Let's head now to our feedback handle on uh, Twitter and Facebook. And from Facebook, Nos Nyongo is saying Nigeria has not reached the status of a failed nation. We still have a stable government in place. We're not like Somalia. Negotiating with bandits will only increase the formation of more bandits since the job pays that much. Arms pro proliferation is one of the serious challenges of this country. Our borders are porous and and people carry arms in and out at will. If we should put a strong checkpoint, shun corruption at the border, we will curtail this menace of arms. David Selven is saying Nigeria is not yet a failed state, but adopting the characteristics of that insecurity hurts men attack. Good morning to you. That's Nigeria for you. La Chang is saying uh, issue of insecurity in this nation is one of the things that our government can tackle within seconds. And that's the primary aim of every government to secure the lives of its citizens. I think 
Uh, the journalist has a big role to play on this matter, but you guys are still silent while we are talking about it. Sadiq Umar is saying we're talking of insecurity. We should not only categorize cattle rearing things like bandits, kidnappers, gunmen, and Boko Haram are all terrorists. It is all the failure of leadership. Negotiating with criminals is a sign of supporting them. They should be arrested and dealt with according to their crimes. We are tired of all these killings. Um, Sadiq Umar from TTNT. Garkuang Matasang Majema is saying good morning to you all. I concur with El Rufai's decision if he truly meant what he's been saying. But to my knowledge, Nigerian leaders are just playing a movie with different scenes and chapters. That's why I never will agree with El Rufai and Zulum. I just wish and pray the end of the movie showcases the true color of all Nigerians. Wisdom is saying, uh, I refuse to call this country a failed or a dead state. Rather, I call this present administration. My question is, how can you negotiate with people killing your citizens? Joshua Monday is, uh, is asking, uh, please bring us, uh, okay, as far as APC and Buhari administration is concerned, uh, okay, we will, we'll leave you, Joshua Monday. Mo Simon Peter is saying, whenever I listen to this program, okay, thank you so much for your comments. Uh, Simon Peter, John Paul is saying, what we're facing in this country at the moment, it will only take the grace of God to come out of such wahala. It is only in Nigeria that you are eating your tool and they deceive you to throw it in order to collect rice after you throw it um, reverse is the case uh, good luck versus buhari well thank you all so much for dropping your comments this morning and uh, thanking the guests also mr daniel yakmut director ict uh, federal university nashua state and academic in politics and also mr Liri olayinka spokesman of the pdp southwest so talking about security what last words are you leaving us with mr Liri olayinka the last word is not also going to be different from what I've been saying. Mm. The problem of this country is one man, just one person, one individual. And this, I think, I think, we, I think by now we all know. The problem is that individual, and the, on, on, until we are able to solve that problem, which is that individual, his name is Major General Muhammad Buhari. If that problem is not solved, we are just wasting our time. Because he's there as the president. Whatever whatever happens to Nigeria, it is it, 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 it is about his attitude. If today, if if today he he, he the riot act and, and give ultimatum, give all these military chiefs, security chiefs, read this country of all these bandits in one month. If you don't, I will sack you. And if after one month that is not done, and, and he carry out that, that threat of sacking people, by the time he does that with two or three people, people will sit tight and do their job. But those who should do this job are saying that the present body language is even saying, don't touch these people, they are my people. And that is why nobody will touch anybody. Yeah, the president is giving the impression that he is, he, he, the people killing Nigerians are his people that must not be touched. And until that impression change, until that impression is, 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 is Thank you so out, much, Mr. Larry. Let's, um, let's let Mr. Daniel to round up too. Thank you very much for sharing your time with us this morning. We appreciate Mr. Larry. We'll do this again sometime soon. Let's hear from yeah, you, Mr. Daniel. I, I think the last words is that the leaders of this country need to know that if we have a country, then they must take responsibility. They must do the things that needs to be done in terms of leadership. They must be able to 
direct, just as Mr. Lade has said, for example, a direct and give the army true ultimatum, true one, that if you don't do this within this time frame, definitely something will happen. And when that time frame elapses, that thing must happen. Mm. And if that is seen, then everybody will know that he needs to do his job right. And I think and I believe the military can do it, but there's something wrong. Some there, there's there's complacency that nobody is taking action and everybody is taking everything for granted. Well, so if there's that, is there's the collective duty of all and the more you know the more sensitized you are the better the nigerian people definitely love their country but at the same time we have very high expectation thanks so much for coming and sharing your thoughts with us uh this morning mr daniel yakmud up next comes news top of the hour and after that the midday show with ogidigbo thank you so much for being with the morning jay i'm yours truly zoe machunga stay tuned thank you for listening to jfm podcast 